Welcome to the Venus Cuckoldress Podcast, a place to learn all things cuckolding for the curious, the passionate, and the sexually empowered woman who wants it all. Make sure you go to venuscuckoldress.com to subscribe to the podcast and check out the Venus blog. And of course, if you love it, share it. Now, sit back, make yourself comfortable, and enjoy the show with your host, Venus. episode of the Venus Cuckoldress podcast. I am your host, Venus. And today we're going to be talking about interracial cuckolding. Ooh, yummy. And this is about white cucks and black bulls and why this is so hot and so common in cuckolding. First, I'll start off by saying, although this is something I'm completely into and I'm going to talk about a lot, it's not always the norm in cuckolding. There's definitely cucks of all colors and bulls of all colors and um, preferences that differ among couples. So it's something that I love and it is popular, but it's certainly not the standard across the board in cuckolding or hot wifing relationships for that matter. Okay, so first of all, I'm going to talk a little bit about what is the appeal of the black bull and why is this so popular. Um, I will say that uh, the stereotypical cuck is usually Caucasian. I mean, it's not always like that, but uh, in my mind it is. And it just seems like it's it's like that a lot where the, the cuck is white. Um, there's also these common ideas or opinions that black guys make better bulls because they're bigger, their dicks are bigger, or they fuck in a more kind of like aggressive or assertive kind of way, or the better lovers in bed. Um, so there's all these these kind of like stereotypes out there that kind of feed into this whole interracial cuckolding aspect. But um, it's also the humiliation that goes along with it. So uh, I think if for a cuck, it's easier to accept that someone so different from you in these kinds of stereotypical ways can satisfy your wife better than you ever could. And if she's really like into black guys, then there's just no way that you could ever compete with that because you're never going to be that guy. So um, this humiliation aspect kind of plays into it. And and I guess, I guess it, it increases the kind of taboo nature of cuckolding. Those are my guesses anyway. I don't know. I don't really have all the answers to it, but I just know I love it. I'm super into it. And a lot of other couples are. So I would, I will say in my opinion, I feel like there's a lot of white guys out there in general that feel jealous or intimidated of that kind of black bull stereotype or that black guy stereotype, whether they want to admit it or not. <laughs> but I feel like that kind of um, jealousy or insecurity or intimidation kind of feeling um, kind of feeds into that cuck angst that some cucks feel, um, or most or all cucks feel when it comes to that kind of mix of emotions of like, I'm 
am kind of pissed off about this, but I'm also kind of turned on. I'm excited, but I'm also kind of anxious and nervous about it. And that's, that's like, like cuck angst that I'm talking about. So this kind of feeling of, you know, I guess, um, not being able to satisfy your wife in the same way that he can as this black guy, you know, that, that kind of feeds into it. So that's, that's my guess. Anyway, um, that's my opinion on it. I feel like these white guys feel that way. (laughs) And it's not just because that's just my idea, but it's, I have actually asked a lot of cucks, even white guys in general, like just what is it about black guys that makes you feel this way? Or how does it make you feel when you notice that your, your girlfriend or your wife has this like interest in, in black guys? So I'm going to read you a quote actually of something that a friend of mine wrote to me a long time ago, but it's always stuck in my mind because I just, picture that moment and the way that he was able to articulate that split second there of what happened is just beautiful. (laughs) So here goes. All right. This is what he says. In just about every facet of life, I'd pit my talents against any man. If someone like you and I were dating and on a date, I would have the confidence you'd expect from a man. But as soon as an American black man were to enter the room and I see your attention draw to him, even if just for a second, I'd immediately accept it reluctantly, but without protest that he has won. I can't compete. I just love that story so much because like I've, I've always kind of guessed that that's how they feel. And I've been out before with my girlfriends and we'll have like a white guy with us or like cuck or whatever. And he's, he's sitting there. We're all just kind of sitting there and like a black guy will walk past and I'll look over and my girlfriends look over and, and then I notice the look on, on the cuck's face. And he's just like, immediately there's this look. And that's exactly what I feel like it looks like is that he's accepting it reluctantly, but without protest that that black guy in that moment has won. <laughs> I think that's just so, so beautiful. Just a little while ago, I actually put something out on my Twitter where I asked my followers, you know, what's it like for you as a white guy when your girlfriend or wife, um, it, she, when she notices a black guy, what's that like for you? And what really stood out for me was the people who, the guys who responded back about, it's this like immediate feeling in your stomach, like you've been punched in the gut a little bit, like that just kind of like mixed between like a stomach ache and like butterflies and like your stomach just dropped for a second. And this feeling of like, oh, that sucks. And then also it's very exciting. And this one guy, he said, it was beautiful the way he he explained it. He said, it's an instantaneous rush of adrenaline from the brain to the stomach and then tingling and throbbing balls. I think that just explains it all. He said, the excitement of the unknown of what's about to happen, thoughts racing through my mind about what type of bull he would be and what would they would do to each other. Oh, I think that's like, amazing the way he described that. Oh my goodness. Beautiful. So obviously there's some sort of reaction that white guys are having when it comes to a black guy catching the attention of their woman. And I just am fascinated by that moment because 
not a lot of guys will talk about it or admit it. Or if they do talk about it, it's really hard for them to explain. So this is not something I think as women, we hear a lot about, but it's definitely prevalent. <laughs> so thank you for everybody who went and answered that question for me because it, it was just fascinating. I love it. So that's a little bit about, you know, the reaction that, that cucks or white guys feel um, when it comes to black guys. But for me, I'll tell you as a woman, it's pretty obvious. <laughs> like, there is definitely a difference for sure between the sexual capabilities of black guys and even a difference in the way that they flirt or talk to women. It's pretty obvious. Um, I'll give you an example. When I'm out with my girlfriends and we're just having like a good time downtown, whatever, just having a great time. And there's guys who are, you know, trying to pick us up or flirt or whatever. If it's a group of white guys, <laughs> it's pretty funny because um, they seem to like just try so hard to get your attention. And it's like they're overcompensating in some way. And they, they're, they're kind of like at the same time was, you know, with what they're doing is saying they're kind of seeking validation. And then there's this like subtle hesitation and the way that they kind of like pat themselves on the back when they achieve some sort of like sexual progress or conquest or whatever. Like that is all pretty obvious in the way that they like it translates to women. It does. Now for, for women that spend a lot of time around white guys, like that's just the norm. But when you notice, start to notice the difference between like the way that black guys uh, act and and talk, it's, oh my God, it's totally different. So black American guys, especially, they have this underlying kind of energy. It's like a gravitational pull. They don't even have to look at you. You just like feel them, literally. Believe me when I say that, you just like feel them. <laughs> like his voice is so low and smooth and just like sexy as fuck. He's got this really kind of like firm confidence that's not like aggressive. It's not edgy. It's not abrasive. It's just, it's just like the smooth confidence. And he doesn't ask for what he wants. He just goes ahead and takes it. No questions asked. And you just give it to him. <laughs> As a woman, you just like give it to him. There's this whole different kind of dance between like a white girl and a black guy than between a white girl and a white guy. It's just, it's just entirely different. And whether or not she realizes that she's acting differently, she does. And you can just literally watch it. <laughs> and the way that guys, black guys can dance. Oh my God, they can move so sexy. Um, like, damn, <laughs> they know how to move. It, oh, it's just amazing. I will give you an example. Oh my God, this is so funny. There's this show, I don't remember the name of it, Um, this TV show. And it's where like the, this, I guess, there's, there's a couple and one of them wants to test the other person about whether or not they'll actually cheat. And so they, they, one of them decides to, you know, I guess write into this show and say that they're interested. And so they work with the producers to create this scenario where their significant other is, um, is tempted 
where they actually try to tempt them um, to cheat and see what happens. And it's all filmed. It's like really kind of sketchy as far as morally, it's kind of fucked up. But I watched a few episodes and one of them stood out to me because <laughs> what they do, this is what they do. They, they, um, they, they'll like hire an actor to go and hit on the girl or the guy. And so they, you know, they, they've got somebody who's going to go and kind of like try to get them to, I guess, lower their guard and, and do and flirt, do something. So, um, <laughs> this, it was, this scenario was she was going out with her girlfriends. So her boyfriend was working with the producers to, to, um, they were going to get like this guy to go to the club and try to hit on her. And they hired like some white guy to go and hit on her. And so they're filming in the club and this guy's like trying to, <laughs> this white guy's trying to hit on her just like, <laughs> I guess the best way he knows how. And she was, she was just not going for it. <laughs> and then it was so funny because, um, <laughs> she ended up leaving the club with this black guy who they didn't even hire him. <laughs> He was just there and he started dancing with her and she was just like, I'm in. <laughs> and she left with him. <laughs> and, you know, it sucks for him because that was pretty devastating for him. But I just, I thought like, damn, that just goes to show. <laughs> if you want your girlfriend to cheat, you got to hire a black guy. <laughs> You'll get the job done. <laughs> Hey guys, guess what? I have found something pretty amazing. It is a natural way for you to get better erection strength, quality, and firmness, all things I know you want. And it also gives you better performance and stamina in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And as a bonus, it benefits your overall cardiovascular and sexual health. It's called Joy Mode, and I love the name. It's a sexual performance booster, and it's made with science-backed ingredients. It's like a pre-workout supplement, but for the bedroom. So whether you're amping up the heat with the wife in the bedroom, or you're going for gold <laughs> in a marathon session at a hotel takeover event, this supplement has to be part of your routine, part of the checklist. You can learn more and order yours at usejoymode.com. And if you enter the code Venus, you get 20% off. So that's usejoymode.com. Go ahead, get yours. Thank me later. Okay, now I'm going to talk a little bit about that saying, when a girl goes black, she doesn't go back. So my experiences with black eyes goes way, way, way back. Um, but more so in the last few years. But my first experience with a black guy was way back when I was 15 years old. I was pretty young. I was at a house party and I was, um, I was dating this guy who was about the same age as me. And he was white and he, he was like this tall guy. His name was Brian. And he was just like, so sweet, so funny, and just like adorable and lovely. And like, I really loved being around him. So I thought it'd be a good idea to date him. But I wasn't like, super sexually attracted to him. I mean, I wanted him as like a boyfriend, but it wasn't going to take much for me to 
fuck somebody else. <laughs> so that's exactly what happened. <laughs> was that, was at this house party and there was probably like, I don't know, 40, 50 people there. It was, there was a lot of people there. And we were upstairs and we were all drinking. And then um, at some point, the black guy who owned the or lived it, he lived in the house. He asked me if uh, if I wanted to like go and, and, and see the rest of the house. And I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. And so my boyfriend stayed up there and we went to like a bedroom downstairs and ended up fucking. And um, I just remember thinking like, shit, I hope I don't get caught. <laughs> My boyfriend's upstairs. <laughs> Hopefully he's just like clueless. Like he doesn't remember or that I'm even gone. Like he hasn't noticed. I don't know. But I, I went up. I remember afterwards when we went upstairs and I remember thinking like, I just, I look like I just got fucked. <laughs> My hair's a mess. So I'm just, yeah. And um, so he was like so worried. He's like, where have you been? I've been looking for you everywhere. And I was just like, oh, shit. <laughs> I think I nearly got caught. It was bad. Um, I don't think he ever found out. But honestly, I would love to be able to contact him again and tell him what happened. And who knows? Maybe flick that cuck switch that's could be in his brain. <laughs> who knows <laughs> but I, I and the reason why I'm like I bring up this story is like it's not super memorable about the sex but I think about it now and I'm like wow even way back then I wanted my cake and eat it too like I just really wanted that really stable relationship with a really good guy who I liked so much and yet I still still couldn't help but fuck other guys. And so it sucks the way I did it. Like cheating sucks. It's never good. Like that's, I would never recommend that. But at the time, like I, I didn't find out for so many more years until this kind of relationship even existed. I think if I'd have known back then, it'd be a whole different story. But um, yeah, so I, even back then, I, I think I was still kind of living a life that I would end up loving later on <laughs> so, that was my first experience with a black guy he was a bit older he was quite a bit older um so yeah and then uh it was several years ago that I first uh, I started fucking another another black guy and I was at a swingers party with my girlfriend that two of us went there together and it was just like all couples and this couple walked in and she's uh, from Trinidad. He's from Jamaica. And I remember just looking over at my girlfriend and I was like, oh my God, who is that? <laughs> like, look, he's so fucking hot. And I ended up coming up to him at some point that night and talking to him. And after that, we met up several times and had just like fucking great sex. Like we had awesome chemistry and, oh, I just, eventually his wife was like, nah, I don't think I really want you to see her anymore. <laughs> I don't know. I'm guessing it was just, she, I don't know, for whatever reason. And that's, that's their thing. I mean, swingers are allowed to do that. They make the rules for each other. So I was not mad about it, but I was just like, damn, that sucks. And, um, so I, I started looking for another black guy to kind of replace him. So a few months later when I, I met my first cock boyfriend and he suggested black eyes, I was like, oh my God, fuck yes. <laughs> so it, was, it wasn't long after that that I started fucking with 
mostly black guys. And, um, and I didn't really like, there was no purposeful plan at that time for me to just fuck with black guys. Like I was just doing it because I really liked fucking black guys. And I eventually just stopped fucking white guys. And, and I, I will say that because like, it's not something that I set out to do, but I just was really enjoying fucking black guys so much more that like I had, there was just no interest left over for fucking white guys anymore. So I eventually just was like, you know what? I don't, I don't think I want to have sex with white guys anymore. And I I just felt like when I fuck black guys, like, okay, how do I explain this? When, when you fucking a white guy, it's like, if you think of like an orchestra and there's you like fuck like maybe one or two or three players who play instruments in the orchestra. That's what it's like when you fuck a white guy. There's this little bit of variety and this little bit of talent and skill going on there. And like it's a little bit, you know, there's some art to it. Sure. But when you fuck a black guy, it's like having the whole fucking symphony. And <laughs> that's like the best way I can ex- I, I can explain or describe it because like they have this way of just like mm, fucking you with this like confidence and like this big fucking dick. Not all of them have a big dick, but I would say like the ones I fuck with have big dick because I'm a size queen and I like that. Um, and just like this, the way, maybe it's because they have a big dick. Like they're just like this confidence, this big dick energy of just like, they know exactly what they're doing. They know exactly what they've got to use. They know exactly that they're fulfilling you in the way that you need it. The way that you didn't even know that you needed it. That's how they fuck you. That's the best way I can put it. <laughs> anyway, um, I feel like after a while, my mind changed. Like literally, uh, the things I got turned on with before was different. So now I'm like, if I see dick pics of black guys, I'm immediately just like, oh, there's this this involuntary kind of reaction where I'm just like, oh, fuck. Like that's so hot. If I see dick pics of white guys, I'm just like, no, no, not doing anything for me. (laughs) But I will say that because I'm a cuckoldress, I still love white guys in a way that's like in my heart, like I love them, love them, respect them so much and could never live without them. So that's, I think, what makes me different from just like a regular queen of spades, the girl who just fucks black guys. And then there's a queen of spades cuckoldress where she loves black guys. She loves fucking black guys as much as she loves a relationship with a white guy. So I know that a lot of guys kind of like have a hard time wrapping their head around that. But for me, it's, I need both to be happy. And white guys are really good at eating pussy. (laughs) So I wouldn't say that sexually white guys are just written off because like it's not true. They, oh no way. When it comes to like physical intimacy and emotional intimacy, when it's, there's still like, there's so much there. It's not just because like you're not fucking or not fucking as much or in the same ways as you used to before, but there's still a lot of love there. And there's still a lot of like cuddling and, and um, uh, yeah, just love. 
I got some Queen of Spades tattoos, as I'm sure you all know. I've got three of them. A Queen of Spades is like, if you have a, a Queen of Spades tattoo, it just means it's like a symbol to black men or even to white guys that you uh, love black guys so much that you just want to fuck black guys. So I have three of them on my body. Um, love them all. And uh, I also have wedding night fantasy that I've talked about before where I really want to have my first gangbang on my wedding night. I want it to be five of my favorite black guys and my new husband they're watching. And um, so, yeah, this the whole kind of like interracial cuck cuckolding aspect is really kind of like ingrained in my life now. And, and it, like I said, it wasn't something that I set out to do. It's just something that happened naturally. So I think that for those people who, you know, question the whole when a girl goes black, does she go back thing? I will say that all of my Queen of Spades cuckoldress friends out there, um, who I know really well, they're all repeating the same stories as me and the same feelings as me when it comes to black guys. So there is truth to that saying. It's not just like a like a porn idea, fantasy thing. I don't know. There is some truth to that. When a girl goes black, <laughs> she just doesn't go back. And so <laughs> I hope that everybody just kind of like understands that there is some truth to that. <laughs> Now, there are some people who kind of take it a little bit a step further and they feel like there's within interracial cuckolding, there's this aspect of like black superiority or white inferiority and um, and they get, you know, really, you know, they're really opinionated about it. I wouldn't say that I buy into that so much. I really don't. Um, but I do feel like in the bedroom, there is. <laughs> they're definitely superior in the bedroom. For sure. <laughs> and um, speaking of my Queen of Spades tattoos, uh, when I was in LA a few weeks ago, finally somebody commented on my Queen of Spades tattoo in public. And I, like people ask, have asked me this forever. Like, do, how do people say anything about your Queen of Spades tattoos? And up until then, nobody had ever said anything. And they didn't actually say it to me directly, unfortunately, this time, but they still said something. And so <laughs> this is what the story was. I was in LA and I was with a cuck friend of mine. We were staying in a hotel and I got to see one of my bulls while I was down there. We went out for dinner. The three of us went out for dinner. Before we left the hotel, I was in this nice little dress and heels and my ankle queen of spades tattoo was showing and we were sitting in the lobby and we we're waiting for my bull to come and pick us up and um I could I looked over and I, there was two black guys at the front desk and I looked over and I'm like hmm I think they're actually talking about me right now. Like I just, I was like, they're looking at me, they're talking to each other, they're smiling. I'm like, mm, I'm pretty sure they're talking about me. And um, so we left. And when we came back, I went upstairs with my bull to the bedroom and my cuck, uh, he waited down in the lobby. And one of the black guys from earlier approached him and said, something like, oh, I, I see that your wife has a queen of spades tattoo. <laughs> and my friend was like, 
oh, she's not my wife. She's just my friend. But you should definitely mention it to her, say something to her, because she, she, I think she would like it if, uh, if you approached her. <laughs> so <laughs> um, I didn't end up talking to him later on, but I just thought that that was like so awesome that finally somebody actually had the balls come up and say something. And, um, and it was a black guy. <laughs> so that was a funny little story. Oh, and also while I was in LA at the time, um, I did meet up with the Priory Society, which is a swingers podcast. And I met them at their studio. We sat down and recorded an episode together. And it was so much fun. <laughs> I was able to really talk about the cuckolding lifestyle, what it's all about. I went into a lot of detail about stuff I've actually never covered on my blog or my podcast before. So that episode actually is going to launch um, this weekend at the end of March. So go to PriorySociety.com to check that out. I'll also put it out. Um, I'll publish it on my blog as well as on my Twitter um, so that's it for this episode today. I feel like I could talk so much more about black guys, my love for black guys, but, and I'm sure I'll touch on it and f on further episodes, but for now, that's it for today. Make sure that you go to the venuscuckoldress.com to subscribe to the podcast and the blog. And, uh, you can also find me on Twitter at V, And I'm also on Instagram, the Venus Cuckoldress podcast. So thank you so much for joining me today and I'll see you again in a couple weeks. believe it's been four years since I first started this podcast. And looking back, I had no idea that this would be my full-time job. I love the work that I do. And it's because of you, the listeners, and your support that I'm able to do this. So right now, if you join the Helpful Cuck tier, you get tons of benefits. My favorite ones are the private one-to-one -one chat every month. You also get access to my private Snapchat group. Weekly live hangouts with me on Crowdcast. I love those. And you get juicy bonus episodes. There's key holding. There's video replays of the Pillow Talk events. And there's also access to my private community on the Moan app. So join right now. You can use the promo code CUCKLOVE2024 for 15% off your Helpful Cuck membership at venuscuckoldress.com.